and welcome back to another episode of the master oh mayonnaise okay my dog welcome back to another episode of master of fun podcast uh my name is lara and i'm here with my guest host harper capuano he is 13 years old he is my eldest son he's number three in the birth order right number three yep mm-hmm. Um, and he is here to talk to us a little bit about his experience as a black transracial adoptee. Um, Harper, what is one thing that you hope to do in the future? Like when you grow up? I really want to be in the NFL, but if that doesn't work out, I would love to, I'll just find a good job that I'll pay for uh, me, my family, and uh, just maybe a surgeon or a... <laughs> just a nice little job that meets, that pays the bills, like a surgeon. Yeah, or like... Um, That's great. I think you'd be a great yeah, surgeon. I don't know. I'm still figuring that out, I guess. That's all right. I guess you got a little time. I yeah. still don't know what I want to be when I grow up, so you're fine. Um, Okay, so last week we talked a little bit about just some thoughts on being an adoptee in general. Um, Today I wanted us to talk about some of the differences between your adoption experience and Jay's. Uh, We're not going to go too much into Jay's because he's not really old enough to give permission yet to share his story. So we'll keep his stuff kind of private and you can share as much as you feel comfortable about. But before we get into this stuff, I want you, if you're willing, to share a little bit about um, kind of your adoption experience and how it has recently sort of changed. Um, well, so, um, (laughs) (laughs) like, how has it affected me? Well, yeah, like, what, what did it, what was it like before this summer? Well, that's true. Um, it was hard. I mean, when Jay's birth family would visit, and I'd always be like, I'd always get jealous or resentful of my birth mom. Mm. And I um, really kind of hated being, seeing him like enjoy everything that I couldn't have. I mean, not like, I guess that sounded kind of weird. Um, well, it's like, honest. Like, I didn't... Like, I love that he got to right. see his, you like, didn't, family, but I hated that I couldn't have right. that. You didn't want him to not have it if you can't have it. You wanted you both to have it. Yeah, and if he had it and I, like, let's say I still didn't have it, I mean, that'd be hard, but that's... You still want that for him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. I, I don't want to take that away from him. Sure, I can understand that. Um, what, uh, so what, besides just that comparison with Jay, what was your adoption, what has your adoption experience been like? Um, before or after? I mean, before. Well, I mean. So for 13 years, you would say your adoption has, is 
completely closed yeah. pretty much, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I would say that and that we're still trying to find our um my birth family, mom and hopefully dad, I mean we're still trying to find yeah. her. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean I mean like before. Oh yes, correct. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So we were like still unsure of where they were. What did yeah. that look like when you say we were trying to find her? What did that look like for us? Um you and daddy doing everything, searching, updating, always looking, calling around and stuff. Mm-hmm. We spent a lot of hours scrolling every person named with her name on yeah. on Facebook, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> From that town in that state with that name, just looking for a common feature. Yeah. Can you imagine if we had found her, we would have definitely known. Yeah. Well, there there would be no question. Yeah, cuz you guys have the same face. <laughs> yeah. It's- Kind of cool. Except for your teeth and s- smile. I think you have, your mouths are different. Your, well, your lips are the same, but your, yeah. when you guys smile, your Behind teeth. the lips. Yeah, that looks different. Different, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Yeah. Pretty cool. All right, so let's talk about that moment when you first saw, when, when we first said that we, that we know who she is and what she looks like. So what was your first thought when we told you we found her and this can't be true or it it was that and some they um I I just kind of was like shocked. Yeah. Just I mean even now I'm at loss of words there's just it was just so shocking. Had you, before that, had you imagined how you might find out or that you might find her and what that yeah. moment would be like? Yeah. What did I you picture? Of, it's kind of odd, but I always, for some reason, I always envisioned it Envisioned it happening at Wegmans. Really? Yeah. That you would just find her? No, I'd just bump into her and be like... Just all of a sudden, no, or maybe ask that person. <laughs> I don't really know. Huh, that's really interesting. Yeah, I mean, my entire life, I always thought that's where it would happen. So, I don't know why or what caused it. Just So for people who aren't from the upstate New York area, Wegmans is our local grocery store. So what Harper's picturing is that he would be grocery shopping. <laughs> With... With us, yeah, yeah, and he would find you would see someone that looked familiar, and you would ask, or she would recognize you, or that's what you kind of pictured. Yeah. So, what did that do for you every time we went to Wegmans? Was there a part of you that was just always looking for someone that might have a common feature as me? Yeah. Was it disappointing or hurtful every time? Not every time. I mean, I kind of got used to it. I was like, yeah, it's probably not going to happen. Ever or just not at Wegmans this way? Both. Yeah. And, I mean, I was, I never really left disappointed, but I 
I always um, looked wherever we went, but at Wegmans. I don't know what Wegmans had to do with it. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that's really fascinating because I my guess is that it, it would be almost impossible for someone to reunite with a birth family member who they didn't know before just by chance at the grocery store in a different city and state than she is from. Yeah. Right? You I know? Like she's like, you're in a different state. Right. Logically, you probably knew that, but there is some part Don't of you... Don't even know her, like, last name at that, or at that point, I didn't. Right. Yeah, so it's interesting because there's probably a part of you that this whole time knew that logically, but you were still emotionally just hoping for, like, a miracle. Yeah. So it wasn't exactly Wegmans. No. But when that happened, that was this moment, what did it... So you said you kind of just felt shocked. What else did it bring up for you? Um, well, I'm not really that type who, like, will would cry. I kind of was just, like, just got really excited. It was like, tell me more. Like, what, right. what else did you find pictures and you guys did? And was what there? did that feel like, seeing a picture of your mom for the first time? It was shocking and very like yep that's the one just confirming yeah (laughs) yeah yeah just because it's so obvious you guys look alike yeah Yeah. what did that feel like for you um it was very um what's the word overwhelming and um and there's this one word i'm thinking of it might come to me later but um also i was just like disbelief yeah i just didn't i was kind of like this might be a dream or okay surreal was it yeah yeah surreal that's right yeah 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 i can imagine that it would feel really surreal so once the initial shock and, like, this can't be happening, disbelief, surreal kind of feelings wore off, I'm sure there's still some of that. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's still pretty new. But when some of that initial f- feeling of shock dissipated and started to kind of go away, what else came up? Were there things that you were afraid of? Were I there mean, things you were, like, worried about? I was definitely worried that, like, we might find her and she'll be mad that we found her. Okay. Or What that. scared you about that? I don't know, just the thought of being, like, I don't know, not, well, like, rejected and... Yeah. Like, you waited again. your whole life yeah, to yeah. find her. Yeah. And she's like, nah... Or maybe she'll pretend that she doesn't know me or, I mean. I don't know what you're talking about. I yeah. never had a baby. Yeah. Denial kind of a thing. Yeah. But yeah. we got the complete opposite. Yeah. So I what? mean, I can't really deny that if <laughs> we look like twins almost. Yeah. But even, <laughs> but she, even before she saw pictures, she didn't deny it. What yeah. Do you want to share what that first exchange 
was like or felt like for you? And you don't you can be it as private as you so, want. It was super um like my heart was racing. Yeah. With fear, anxiety, excitement. Not as much fear. Or just an adrenaline just, rush. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I kind of I kind of like kept kind of like flicking myself like, oh yeah, I'm still. <laughs> this is not a dream. This is actually happening. Yeah. Okay. And Do you want to share what that first exchange was like, or you want to keep that kind sure. of to yourself? First exchange as like when she first wrote back. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't want to stop texting. I mean, I could have stayed up all night mm-hmm. doing it. And and I really was like, um, man, I am blinking. You're on fine. Every honey. word. No, you're because there's like these stronger words. You don't have to. Use, I don't remember. You don't have to use stronger words. Use the words that feel true, and I can help you fill in. And, like, surreal. You forgot what it meant. I took a couple guesses, and then we got to the word that felt truest. Yeah. Just don't stress about finding the perfect word. Just I guess talk it out, yeah. and we'll come up with it. The first exchange, I wanted to, like, show everyone and yeah, tell everyone, and I don't know. Why do you think that is? Was there something that, like... Because everyone's kind of walked through this with me, too. Okay. And so... It's a win for everyone and a Mm. relief for everyone, too. Yeah. You know, one thing we kind of skipped over that I'd actually really love to go back to. There was about two weeks between when you found out and when we sent that first text, right? It was, I think it was one week. It was a little bit closer to two because we found out right before... Um, we had company come into town, and we kind of kept that all private just between a couple of family members until, remember, and then you were in the hospital. Well, we yeah. waited. So it was a couple of weeks at least that before we processed how the, the best way was to move forward. There were a couple of key things that we did that I felt like were helpful and important, but I want to know what you think was helpful and important during those couple of weeks and then I'll share what I thought was good because I want to know from your perspective because other adoptive parents adopters might be listening and think oh I don't know if I'd want if I found out that information I don't know if I would tell my child right away Mm -hmm. and I wouldn't I don't know if I would let them decide when to contact or how to con- I think yeah. I'd reach out first and see if they were interested so they didn't feel rejected they might want to control the whole process so I want to know what did you feel like worked for you and what didn't work for you you guys saying that like I was on the driver's seat and I could kind of decide how it all went in a way mm-hmm. yep that was and one thing I was going to say Yeah, is giving you total control over how that went I felt like was important yeah, it was like I was it was nice because it wasn't like I was being forced to, to do anything or I didn't have to. 
forced to do something or prevented from yeah. doing something. Yeah. yeah. Anything else that was helpful? Um, I mean... Or hurtful? Anything that didn't really, work? There was nothing that was, like, hurtful. The thing I'm thinking of that I thought was helpful was having Angela... Yes, yes, definitely. ...help us process through this. Yeah. You being able to talk to another adult adoptee who has gone through the process of reuniting with birth family and having that, all the different emotions that go with that, the good things, the bad things, the hard things, the nerves and all of that. I think having somebody else who is familiar with all those emotions and that process, I think that was helpful. Yeah. Did you find that helpful? I found that really helpful. Yeah. Kind of, I mean, she's probably the best person to do that with. Right. Yeah, and even like for Mama, for me, talking, I talked to Brandy a lot mm-hmm. in those early couple of days, just kind of. And first-hand experience. Yep, she's yeah. just, as a, she's both an adoptive mother and an adoptee um, who has also had a closed adoption, you know? Yeah. So it's been helpful. It was helpful for me to talk to her um, right away as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we got through that. So there was about a couple weeks there at least before you reached out. And we said you were in the driver's seat. And mm-hmm. you, your first response was like, can we call her right now? Yeah. And then we were like, okay, are, do you want to take a minute to process? We, like, <laughs> we totally can, but... Yeah. Do you, Should we take a few days? Do you want to take a minute? Yeah. And so we... That definitely worked a lot better. Well, it gave you and Angela time to come up with your few things you wanted to say. Yeah. Pick a couple pictures you wanted to send and figure out the best way to contact her. So a couple weeks later, you made that decision that you were ready to do it. Mm-hmm. And we... We we did it. We yeah. did it. And do you, do you want to share, like how you were feeling when you first pressed send. Very impatient. You wanted an immediate answer? Yeah. (laughs) It's kind of like, I mean, it took, what was it, six hours? Uh, Oh, for to get a response? Yeah. Or it was four, yeah, Yeah, I I don't know. It might have been a a few, I would say between two and four hours, which actually after 13 years is not bad. Yeah. But I was kind of like, just so excited that I didn't want to wait. It probably felt like an eternity. Yeah. Yeah. So once she responded, what was that like for you? It was, I kind of like, was very thankful. And like, when I saw what she said, I was like, okay, now we're safe from... The denial and yeah, the rejection yeah. part, right? And I kind of was like, let's get this catch-up kind of thing started. And mm-hmm. I wanted to send her every picture yeah. and every video. And and I wanted to... Um, I, I, I wanted to meet her in person or yeah. on the phone 
right then and there. Yeah. It kind of was just very a very impatient. Sure. You got a very impatient response for me. Yeah. <laughs> and what would you say, what is something that she said, or if you want to keep that private between just you guys, something that you felt that was new for you, something that you'd waited your whole life to hear or something you waited your whole life to know or something you waited your whole life to feel. When she called herself mommy, she, she like kind of inserted herself in that. Um, yeah, it makes me cry. <laughs> <laughs> um, when she inserted herself in that category, that was very relieving, yeah. I would say. Why was that? Because I never thought she'd say I'd hear that or see that or you read just, that. I kind of just gave up on that. I was like, yeah, not happening. Yeah. And it did happen. So for you, do you feel like it was like the word mommy is so personal and so close and mm -hmm. it's such an affectionate, familiar word? Yeah. So do you, was it that like you had felt so far and so distant from her for so long that her saying like mommy loves you, mm -hmm. did that heal something? Did it just feel like, okay, she has thought of me. She's considering herself my mommy. My first ever yeah. mommy loves me and has thought of herself as my mother this whole time. Like, yeah. Is that what it, it was? It was like the first stitch in a wound. Aww. And then, I mean, and then once all the stitches are done, it'll leave a scar. Like, it's still something that's part of my life, but it's, sure. it's there. But it's not open and... So raw uh, and yeah. painful all the time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like that image because it is still there. And a lot of times, I think adoptees, and just people in general, but adoptees in particular have that wound and it kind of gets bumped up against because it's so mm -hmm. raw and open and exposed and people don't really realize it's there and including adoptive parents they may not realize that it's there or they might think it's there but they not realize how big it is and how much how exposed it is and how and what types of things kind of bump up against that wound mm -hmm. and it causes a lot of pain for you or for other adoptees and sometimes you can walk around your whole life and maybe you're not even aware how big it is yeah um as an adoptee i think some people discover that later on in life and they're like man this is really like bumping up against some rejection fears or yeah. whatever you know some people don't process it until they have their own child for the first time whether that's a biological child or an adopted child or a foster child, by the, when, once they are, have their own child that they're parenting is when they start to feel like, oh, this is, I'm, I'm feeling some kind of way about this process. Yeah. Um, so what do you think about that? Is that, do you feel like there are, I know you said in the last episode that adoptees, that every adoptee has this baseline trauma and grief and fear and all that stuff that they grapple with. Yeah. Whether they realize it or not. Do you feel like there's ever a time, like, do you feel now that you have this, the beginning of this relationship in your life, do you think that is something that can be healed? Um, I mean, 
not completely healed, but you can, like I said, you can, it can leave a scar. Right. But it, the scar, the scar can't go. Yeah. It never goes but away fully. You might be able to stop the wound. Yeah. Stop like bleeding so and, much. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Okay. Well, in the next episode, we are going to talk about some of the, like, we're going to get back into the differences between your experience with a closed adoption and Jay's experience with an open adoption. That's a question I get a lot. People will say, oh, well, one of your sons has an open adoption. What's that like for Harper? Mm -hmm. And they often want to know how that feels for you. Um, So we can talk about that a little bit in our next episode if you want. Sure. I know you've got some good thoughts ready to go for that. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, uh, Funzels, what do you think we should call our listeners? We sometimes say Funzies. Fundies. You and Uncle Johnny? Yeah. Fundos. I just said uh, I'll leave that up to you. I can't. <laughs> I probably don't have any better okay. things to come up with. We'll go with fundies today. Um, well, fundies, thanks for tuning in. <laughs> Are you laughing because we call underwear bundies? We used to say uh, no, undies and then Jay calls them bundies. No, I, I was, I don't know, just interesting just laughing at Fundies. me yeah. is a hilarious yeah, yeah. and amusing Definitely, person. Definitely, yes. That's what it was? Yeah. That makes sense. I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Harper, thanks for joining us. Thanks for sharing. We got rave reviews from our last episode because people were so impressed and so proud of how much you shared so openly and with so much clarity. Um, really proud of you, bud. So thank you for doing this. And I think that every time I see you talk about this stuff, I feel like you come from a more confident place with a little bit more clarity. And I think that's a really cool thing to be able to own your own story and have more experience sharing Mm -hmm. this. Yeah. Love you. Love you too. All right. Hey, guys, have a great week. And tune back in next week when we join Harper for more conversations with a white mom and a black son. (laughs) Bye.